Aya away. Okay, it's uh, episode eight. This is attacking our goals. I'm Michael. This is Chris. And we're the Killer Will. And we're bringing it to you again. Um, regular intervals. It's been it's been a, a month, about a month since the last time, about four weeks since the last recording. Yeah. And we're doing it again. We're back for you. Um, I have to stop before we before we get started, and, and just to just to really thank the people that are are listening. I didn't think as many different countries would be listening or as many different cities. I mean, there was like Australia, Germany, uh, Japan, um, and then just the cities, the cities, the cities I, I was surprised at, you know, there was, there was different states like Arizona, Oregon, Washington, I think there was Maine. There was like Maine and you know Florida. I I had no I, I had no idea. Thanks for the, the the listens out there. We appreciate it. The reach is going farther than I really ever thought it would. We just do this for fun. Um, we just like to get into it and talk about these things. Uh, first things first. We always talk about our honest body check in. See where we're at. Um, I've been taking it real light. I actually took Monday, Tuesday off. I was busy at work, and I used that as an excuse to not work out for two days. <laughs> so I, I did um, I did some hard upper body work, but I, I've been trying to focus on chest, back, and arms, all the bro lifts, <laughs> because I'm kind of in, in between races at the moment. Um, but I'm not sore. Um, not really sore, that sore right now. Feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty loose. Pretty loose. Nothing, nothing is really ailing me at the moment. So that's always a good thing. But I guess somebody else might say I'm not push hard and hard enough. <laughs> How you feeling? I'm feeling really good. I went, uh, last time we, we checked in, I was doing... Um, I said I was going to start lifting weights, and I've been hitting it pretty hard lately. Um, been doing deadlifts, Olympic lifts like... Um, the, the cleans and everything like that not so much snatches because in a snatch I can't my shoulder can't really take that right now but I've been doing uh, some some overhead press presses uh, relatively late you know um, building my shoulders back up and my shoulders have ac- actually responded pretty fast <laughs> so that's pretty that's cool to see you still on the south side yeah, I'm still at Southside. All right, so you have all your stalkers. You can find them at Southside Fitness. <laughs> what time do you usually go? <laughs> oh, man. I'm joking. Don't don't go there. <laughs> you don't see the quotes that, he, that he's throwing up right now. <laughs> he won't be there. <laughs> he definitely does not go to Southside Fitness in Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's pretty dope though. I mean, like I I've been posting a lot on uh, on Snapchat and everything like that, and uh, just like the responses that I've been getting and everything like that, just because I can see my body responding to the different types of workouts. Because I've, I've been doing like um, a lot of kettlebell swings. Um, one of the one of the workouts, just giving to give you an example that I'll do, I'll, I'll incorporate it into my cardio workout, into my cardio work. But I have you, you get a timer and you have five minutes to complete a hundred swings. Oh, are you doing American or Russian? I'm doing uh, American. Oh no, mm. no no no! I take that back. I'm doing Russian because Russian is when you come out. Of front yep. Of front. American yep. is when you come. 
Neck above your all head. All the way up. Nope. All the way up. That's CrossFit. <laughs> CrossFit lifts. <laughs> nope. I can't do that right now just yet. But you come up in front of you, do the Russian Russian swings, and you want to get like your hips into it a lot like because that's yep. where that explosiveness comes yep. from. You're supposed first. to kind of squeeze your squeeze your um your shoulder blades kind of back so that you're you're really popping in the hips mm-hmm. really popping and keeping that back straight exactly so it should look like somebody kicked you in the <laughs> that's exactly that's how it was explained to me right 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 right, 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 right. <laughs> look like you keep, yeah I, I um i asked you about the the russian versus american because i was asked if i knew how to swing and i i, I practiced my swing and they were like oh oh yeah, that's the American one. No, well, let's do the Russian one. <laughs> and and I, I was corrected, and that was um, the owner over there at uh, now I'm forgetting his gym's name. Longevity Lab, Longevity mm. Lab. <laughs> he, yeah. he, sh- he showed me, he showed me the he showed me the way he oh. showed me the way, and it, and it does make a difference. It does. It's not to say that either one is right or wrong. Now, what I was told was, you know, you when you raise it so high with the American swing. You are risking if it's heavy, you know, you could potentially drop it. You could hurt yourself. And um, the Russian swing really makes you focus on the hips, really mm-hmm. makes you focus on that snap. I can tell you the burn is different. It is different. The burn is different. <laughs> Especially when you get up, like, um, when you go up to heavier weights with that, you can feel it all, and you can feel it in your core. You can feel it in, just try doing 25 swings not nonstop. There's 25. It doesn't even have to be super heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you're doing, you know, something less than 50 pounds, if you have good form... It's going to burn. You might have to do more of them, but it's it, it will. It will. It'll burn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the, but right now I'm doing... Uh, did I've been doing 40-pound um, kettlebell swings non-stop 100 swings I've got my best time so far was 2 minutes and 31 seconds well, damn yeah 2 okay. minutes and that's with that's without stopping I went up to 50 and I stopped like 7 times <laughs> <laughs> but you, you found the difference you found a difference <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean realistically with with any of them form should be unless you're in a competition or your life is on the line <laughs> Word of the Princess Bride. Uh, um, you really should be focused mostly on making sure your form is good. Uh-huh. You know, when you're when you're in a in a meet or something, hey, who cares? As long as you're getting that rep, you know, as long as you're getting that rep, who cares? But uh, realistically, when you're trying to do like lighter weights, you should be really hyper focused on that form. Oh yeah, because that's how you make sure you get the full extension you get the full lift of the, the arms you want to or i mean not the arms i'm saying of the muscle that's what i meant to say of the muscle group and the, the thing that's funny about kettle like those those people that are trying to concentrate on shoulders and getting bigger arms and bigger forearms if you do kettlebell swings that's what's going to happen naturally because you're you're um you're you're subconsciously focusing on holding on to that weight and you grip tighter and tighter and tighter to where your forearms start hurting. That's one of the first things that you'll notice. Your forearms Good start trick. hurting. Yep. Your arms start hurting. Then your shoulders, your hips, all well, that you gotta stuff. You got to eat. You, you want to get ripped, you got to eat. Yeah. You got to eat good. Yeah. Yeah, my, um, actually my, fa- one of my favorite 
things to do now that I'm not running like crazy is the um, the rower. I hit the rower at least once a week. I probably would do it more if I didn't have if I had one like at home or something. But for some reason, I just like that movement. It's it's kind of like tr- it's a challenge to me because trying to get that movement, one smooth movement going all the way, so you're not like overworking your back. And if you're really doing it and you're pulling it up to your chest, pulling that thing all the way up to your chest, a lot of people don't have the range of motion to pull it that far. So they're pulling it, you know, just kind of up in the air and everything. But if you're actually pulling it all the way up to your chest every time, you are working that back. Mm-hmm. And, and that has been my focus. My focus has been like now that I'm not running like crazy right now, at least for the next three weeks or so, two or three weeks or so, I'm not going to be running like crazy. I'm trying to do a lot of things to continue to work my back so that I can strengthen the handstand work stuff that I do every day anyways. How long do you usually go on the roar? Uh, What I've been doing is I've been doing anywhere from 8 to 14 intervals, Mm -hmm. one minute up, 30, 30 seconds down. And so... It usually ranges somewhere from twelve to twenty minutes. That you know, that's kind of where I end up, end up going. But shoot, even eight, eight or nine intervals ends up being a good burn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ends up being a good burn because that minute, you know, that minute seemed like forever. Especially <laughs> if you turn the the difficulty up on the on the um the meter. The usually it's I think it's usually most of them it's like one to ten. Yeah. So I usually don't try to go up too hard because I'm tr- not trying to burn myself out. But I usually somewhere from five or on down is where I keep it so that I can make sure that I'm still able to go real, really full full range of motion. But I like it because it's kind of it feels like strength work, but you're also getting cardio from it because it's intervals. It's, yeah. Like I said, I'm only going I'm going hard for a minute. For a minute, and then stopping, focusing on my breathing, breathing in through my nose, and just sweating it out, and then getting back to it for another minute. <laughs> thirty seconds. Thirty seconds is not a long time. No. By the time that you stop, it's like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about to start off again. Here we go. Here we go. There's this one old guy that um, that always comes. He always sees me doing it. And he's always saying, you should just go get a boat and row, row across the tourniquet. <laughs> you can make it. I saw you going. <laughs> he loves that joke. He says it, he tells it me every time, every single time. It's, it's funny. Like, it's funny. Uh... Like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know, it's uh, another thing that I tried. I'm I'm not going to sit here and say, that, like, front, like, I've been trying this cardio workout, for, like, incorporated it. But I, I did try it once. Or I did I did it once. So it was the uh, the stair stepper, and that thing I feel like is really really underrated. Oh yeah, it, it's like hiking. Yeah, and I like it. It gets your heart rate up fast and everything. Like you don't necessarily have to go extremely fast on that thing. No, 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 no. no I, I've been hiking. I know how intense that that thing can be. <laughs> I purposely don't get on that thing because <laughs> I know how intense it is. Um, there was a there was a time, um, you know, there are stairs at my job, and so occasionally I'll hit the stairs for a couple of floors rather than take the the elevator, and I remember what it felt like about twenty something pounds ago going straight up and you know straight up and down and feeling the difference of how my how my legs felt going straight, and I remember feeling 
feeling the burn, <laughs> feeling the burn from it. And now I can, you know, I can do a few, few flights of stairs and not, you know, not be on fire. That's a good feeling. But I, I still respect that stairmaster thing. <laughs> that thing is no joke. No, it, it really isn't. It really isn't. You know what? The next level after the stairmaster that's even crazier is Jacob's ladder. I've never heard of that. What is that? It's like a ladder, but it um, it rolls. It yeah. rolls so that you can just keep on climbing it. And it's usually at an angle like this. They huh. call it Jacob's Ladder. So you just kind of keep on climbing That's... it. Yeah, uh, they have one at Longevity Lab, too. Like, you're, like your feet are on it and everything? You your climb? feet are on it. You're, like, crawl climbing because it's at an angle like this. Hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. That's not. I'm like just saying. Crawl. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's like bear crawling. <laughs> it's like, like bear crawling. Yes, I've never gotten on it before. <laughs> yeah. that like Some your... things you just you just respect it. You yeah. just yep, that looks hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the machine that I really want to get on that I haven't tried. There's actually there's two machines that um, I don't know um, of any of them around here. I, not I haven't looked though. There's one that's, um, it's not a rower, it's like, um, I forget what the name of it is, but it's it's like, it's it simulates the motion from cross-country skiing, mm-hmm. so there's two handles, and there's a, there's the resistance thing is in the middle, and you lean over, and you pull the two handles down, and you just see people going to town on it, they're like, that sounds pretty dope, because I'm thinking, and this is the reason why... Uh, because it's, I'm thinking of the same things that I brought up for um, rowing. Mm-hmm. For rowing, this is you know this is a different motion, but I'm thinking the same thing. It feels it would probably feel like strength training, but you would be getting some cardio because of how fast you would be doing it. And I I imagine that it would be because of the motion, leaning forward and pulling down with your arms. I imagine that your lats would be on fire after a while. And just be like, and probably your shoulders too, because yeah. you're lifting your shoulders back up. So I really want to find that machine and give it a try sometime. I don't know anywhere around around here that has it. I should probably ask some skiers if they know anyone. The other one that I want to try is the, um, there is, cross. I've seen CrossFitters use it. It's called the True Something. It's a it's a treadmill, mm-hmm. but it's oh, not. Oh, the um the the true treadmill. The is that the one where you actually use your. Uh, you have to use your power yeah. to get it started. Mm-hmm. It's not electric, but it's supposed to give you, um, a better range of motion in your gait, like in in, in your stride, because it's kind of curved. Because it's curved, you're supposed to be able to maintain your your stride. Because I think there's there I think their approach is that the the um, the regular treadmill doesn't allow you a, a full stride, mm-hmm. so this forces you to like really kick. Yeah. You really got to put your kick in. So I've been really wanting to try that one. You know, but crazy. I don't know if we have one. What's or... crazy is that um, I had a, a coworker who who found one. It was right next to a dumpster. I was like, Yo, do you know how much that thing costs? That's like $5,000 treadmill right there. <laughs> and, and, like, he was just saying that the only thing that was, me- uh, like, missing from it was, like, a leg piece and the uh, the monitor. But he could get that replaced and everything. I was like, yeah, man, those, those things are crazy, crazy expensive. Like, only universities, like, top universities and training facilities have I've, those. I've only seen it on the CrossFit, um, the CrossFit Games. Mm-hmm. True form, I found it. 
true form. And you're right. You can get it at Rogue. It's $5,695. And you, you really have to learn how to run on it from what the, you know, from the... The things that I've read about it, you really have to, you know, you, you got to give it a try. And being a runner and being that I put in so many miles on the treadmill, I'm curious. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that tripped me out, though, that he just can't, like, well, one, that someone threw something like that away and that he came across it. I was like, man, that's crazy. So he, so he took it home? Yeah, he took it home, fixed it up. Yeah, he got a truck? He yeah, he has a big. <laughs> he, he was like, "Yo, Chris, help me pick this up." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "No, my brother. You see this shoulder? Go find somebody else." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's that's not happening, player. Uh, I'm sorry. You better go get you a, a dumbbell or <laughs> a lever. <laughs> go get you. Go talk to Wiley Coyote because I'm not helping you. <laughs> Helping people like with, I'm like, oh, so you're gonna give that treadmill to me? That's what's gonna happen. You you nope. you, you are delivering this. Yeah, I'll help you if we're delivering it to my no, house. Exactly. But yeah, no, that was, I thought that was a trip though, and I was I'm interested because I've never used one myself to like to actually get on it because hearing about it and seeing about it and like like reading about it and stuff is completely different than trying it. Okay, you got um. Fantasy, fantasy question. Yeah. You have, let's say, space is not an option, money is not an option. What is the one piece of equipment that you're putting in your house? Let's say you, you just you you can have a room slapped on your house and it just you but you only get one piece of equipment to put in there. Only one piece of equipment. Yeah. I'm, um. It could be a system, but you know what I mean. Just you know. Because I'll tell you mine, I thought about it. Yeah. If I can only have one piece of equipment in my place, something that would fit in here, um, it's a squat rack. That's yeah. it. It's just one barbell, a squat rack. I don't care what kind of rack it is. Because you can do so much with a barbell and one, a squat rack. One barbell and weights? Yeah. I mean, man, you just get busy. Yeah. I mean, as nice as those other pieces were, if I can, if I'm only focusing on one piece of equipment, it's a barbell. That's pretty. I would probably like. I don't know if this counts or not, but I would say like a kettlebell set. Kettlebell oh, set. like like a rack. Yeah, like you, a rack. like the rack, like <laughs> like a whole rack of just kettlebells. <laughs> the whole. Would you get crazy with it? Like get the on it ones where like monkeys and zombies and stuff and we're not sponsored by them so I'm not going to give you their website (laughs) (laughs) but we could be (laughs) but we could be call us (laughs) the reason why I choose that is because like those kettlebell workouts are so crazy and I was taught by this Russian dude who put me through like a um an eight week program and everything like that and I became I got really really explosive doing those workouts you know I've 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 heard a lot of people a lot of people sorry um, I've heard a lot of people um just talk about how kettlebells have changed their life because you can do so much people really don't like the snatch, the like the cleans, the, the cleans and the snatches with one. Or uh, have, have you done any Turkish get-ups? Yeah, Turkish get-ups on those because you have to like you. There's like a whole entire science to it because like he yeah. seared it into my brain because he was telling me his experience with like my um 
my weight training coach when I was like powerlifting and everything, he was telling me he learned, um, he became really good at powerlifting because he worked with kettlebells and that's why he incorporates in, into all the Olympic lifts. And he was just really, really um, particular on how, like on every single movement. If he, if he didn't do the movement right, he started all the way over. Right. I mean, like the, the Russian swing is like, it should actually, when it goes down, you should be letting it pull you through. Mm-hmm. He pulls you through. Like, it looks like, like you got hit in the crotch. Like, yeah. it for real does. Yeah, yeah. Like, you take, a, like, um, a jolt back, and then you swing your hips into mm-hmm. it. You snap it. Mm-hmm. You know? Get that thrust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that would be my choice. And just because you can do squats with them, you can put two on, um, on your forearms, do squats. You can do lunges with them. You can do even um, farmer's walk with them. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, actually, that's what I was doing. I've been doing that a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Upstairs in the gym at the um, at the Alaska Club, they have a large set. They go up to, they have pairs that go up to like 65. I think they go up from 65 all the way down. And, oh, and wow. I, so I was doing like doing swings, doing swings with, with that with one mm-hmm. it was this was like my circuit doing swings with one putting it down and then farmers walking across the floor and back and then doing swings oh, and then farmers walking back and the farmers walk is not that bad until you do it right after you did some kettle swings yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. you know it's not that because it because the weight's not that bad it was only like like i said it was only like 65 pounds so yeah. 65 any chance not too serious you just you're really it's more of a core workout than it is for your arms because you're trying to brace as you're walking trying not to swing yeah i remember uh there was the highland the highland games just like um scottish celebration almost. yeah out in the eagle river mm-hmm. they usually do that every year what? I, I, I did it you did I, it? yeah i did that competition and it's no joke we were training for it like the training for it was crazy because uh we would take 130-pound farmer's weights, and, mm-hmm. walk, and like you walk them down. It's 100 feet, and then you come back, and you have to do it uh, as many times as you can. So we started off with 100 pounds, went down, down back, wasn't that bad. And then we kept on adding our weights, and we got to the 130s. I was able to go all the way down, come all the way back, barely put them down. That was cool. And then he, uh, my, uh, my coach put... Weights like wrapped, uh, I want to say they were like 20 pounds, 20 pound uh, chains on them. And we walked, <laughs> so it's 150 pounds that you walk all the way down. I got, I was feeling good, feeling good all the way about to like 50 feet. And I was like, <sighs> I've dropped both of them down. <laughs> <laughs> then it took me, it took me at least like, I want to say like 15, 15 to 20 seconds to get them back up because like, that's no joke. Even just walking, you're winded. You're completely winded. Got him back up. Walked. I uh, walked him all the way down. Came back. and was able to finish. But that was. If there was any weighted cardio that I can think about, that was like the hardest that I've ever had to do. It was that one because you have to like you have to brace your core. Your back is getting involved. Your legs are all involved. Your shoulders. Your traps. Your whole entire body's involved. What's the one? Okay, there's the farmer's carry. What's the one where you actually? Put the rack on your back, but you're still carrying it, and walk. Because there's one that's like a you. 
It's like you're putting the squat rack on your back, but you're carrying it, and they actually put weights on it. Oh, we. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's I like, know what you're talking about. It's not that. a bar. I'm, oh, I forgot what they call that one. I can't remember. Uh, but it's it's similar to the, the farmer's carry. It, it, it's another one of those strong man carries that they work on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that one's no joke either. The both of them. So, uh, when, when did you, what year did you do that? Two thousand thirteen. And what happened? I what mean, happened, Chris? I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> My trainer won. <laughs> what happened, Chris? He he you held know. he held the record for he holds the record for Alaska. You, so you was the winner. <laughs> you wasn't the winner. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's been doing it for years and years. <laughs> he um he um I forgot what the, what it was what he um what his record was. It was crazy. I want to say so. It was so like, wait, it was like down and back like four or five times. Let me go, let me get this straight. He was training you to lose to him. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. There was like three or four guys who were all training like this too. And it's like, yo, come on, dude. <laughs> yo, he's like, I'm training you to take these L's. <laughs> Oh, that's classy. Tell me what this dude's name is. He's funny. Oh, man. I'm not going to throw him out there. I'm not going to throw him out there like that. He's you to take these L's. Like, he's, yeah. a good, he's a good dude, though. He's a good dude. Good trainer, <laughs> good trainer too. I mean, he sounds like he's, I'm going to train you to be big and strong so I can beat you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, that's funny. I'm entertained by that. So, uh, um, I think between last episode and this one, um, I like kind of unintentionally, I, I was interested in it, and then I kind of unintentionally started um, intermittent, intermittent fasting. Oh, yeah, you had been talking, you've been talking about that for yeah, a while now. Yeah, I've been wanting to do it, and then I kind of like, I, I didn't develop a plan, and then it just kind of fell into it. Mm-hmm. And what I ended up starting to do was just, and this was actually, it started before the race. Um, I think it was the, actually, I think it was the reason why I I started dropping the weight um, more building up to the race was I started eating just between 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Like, I wasn't eating anything. Like, I'd get up, like, at 6, and then I'd, like, drink some water, brush my teeth, you know, get ready for work. You know, get my food all together, all my meal prep stuff, and then, but I just wouldn't eat it until 10 because I, you know, drive to work, get ready, um, you know, start getting started at work, and then just kind of eat at my desk, and it just kind of worked out that, you know, I'm going to bed earlier, and so I would just kind of stop eating around 10, and I didn't realize it till later, I was like, oh, this is kind of what they, they meant, you know, mm-hmm. some people go from a 10-hour to a, or 12-hour to a 10-hour, or they have a smaller feeding window. Um, and that's the version of this is, is a feeding window. But I found, you know, usually my, my weight varies by about, like, 8 pounds. 8 pounds. And what I found was that I was at the very... I was sticking at the bottom of my my range for a while because... Of I, I'm pretty certain it was because of that intermittent fasting, but what happened recently in the past like week and a eh, maybe a couple weeks was I started missing that started missing meals and that had an adverse effect. So that ten pound that eight pound window 
I started veering to the top of that window where I, you know, that window of like eight pounds. I started going from where I was sitting at the bottom to like going to the top. So I usually vary, I was varying between like 214 to like 222. And I was like really at the bottom when I was making sure I was getting all my meals in. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I started missing meals, like, my body was like, nope, that's not what you need to be doing. You were doing okay before, but not this. Not this. So I'm a believer now. I'm a believer now. It, it took some adjust. It took some adjusting. It took some... So as long as you're still getting the, the same amount of food to... Ma well, not the same amount. The right amount of food to match your activity level... Um, you can do it. You you can you can definitely do it. Now, what I'm reading now from guys like I think I forwarded you some stuff from uh, Mike Rashid. Now he's extreme. He's doing like one meal a day, and he's kind of supplementing with his his vitamins and minerals. And early on in the day, he doesn't get his one meal a day until um, after he gets his big workout in. But he's he's I'm not trying to do that right now. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty, and he's swole. If you look at Mike Rashid, go he's find a, him on. He's on, the vegan, right? Yeah, he's a vegan. He's on Instagram. He said he dropped like thirty pounds by turning vegan, and now this is the next step. He went from he went to vegan, and now he's doing the intermittent fasting of only eating one larger meal to, a day. And um, I'm not ready for that right now, but I have seen and felt the difference. And I do believe what he's saying. He said that he felt a lot of clarity um, from. He felt like he he felt like um, because his body was not working so hard to digest food all day, he felt like he got more clarity in his brain. And I believe that if his body is adjusted to that one meal a day style, he's probably right. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm just working on. I, I gotta get start getting my breakfast and getting all my meals. And, you know, stop using my my work as an excuse that's and thing. get back to it. And that's one thing that I've been doing a lot is uh, eating breakfast. I'm making sure that I'm eating breakfast almost every day. I won't say every day because there's sometimes where I just don't get it. Um, but I'm just trying to make sure that. And I find that I just I perform better when I have breakfast, you know? It's got to it's got to match what you're doing too. Mm -hmm. You can't go hard you know, hard on your plate and then not go hard in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that gives you lopsided results. That's for yeah, sure. this is no bueno. Yeah. No bueno. Um I'm forgive my Spanish. I just think bad Spanish is funny. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, it, I think it's helpful. I, I, I mean, I'm now that I've I've tested it out and felt the difference with intermittent fasting. I'm 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 a believer. I think I'm gonna work on I'm gonna work on my timing some more. Focus on the breakfast and getting it back getting it back into play. Right now, I've been kind of lax. I've been kind of lax because I came off that last. I told you I came off that last race and I'm in between goals. Right now, my goal is to just strengthen the back and the arms. So oh yeah, I feel that. That that's really where that's really where I'm at. Let's um let's talk about the UFC two fourteen. We we got Johnny Jones Bones is trying to make his comeback versus DC. What's his name? Cormier. Yeah. Cormier. Yeah, Cormier. And and just to set it off, I want to say that there are. 
I feel like there are a lot of parallels between this and I hate to say it between this and the Floyd Mayweather fight and and hear me out mm-hmm. DC and Floyd I'm not saying that DC is a legend on the level that on the level that Floyd is but I would say to the average the average watcher um Floyd and DC fights can be pretty boring <laughs> yeah they can cause and, it, yeah you're absolutely right cause it's boring I th- like I don't want to disrespect any martial art or anything well, like that. They're, they're both they're both very defensive players. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That just that's real boring to me. You know, the, the way DC fights is pretty boring. I I like it. I re, I have respect for his stand up. Like he can throw some some nasty uppercuts, and he caught the last time that him and Jones fought. That's exactly what he did. He caught him with some really big uppercuts on the inside, and if he catches him with one of those, that's it. And it's my my thing. But is, he doesn't. That's that's well, he, the thing. <laughs> he, he did last time. He caught him with a lot last time, and it got it got um, John Jones winded. Um, but John Jones kept his distance and got him. But that's that's I, that, that's about as far as I would go with that parallel. Is that pers- the outward appearance of the fight is you have two fighters that are are very good at a defensive sort of style, like Dawn or. DC, whatever his name, DC will, will since he has a wrestling background, he will get you down the mat, and he will just stay on you. Yep, he will stay on you, and and he's he stays on you with skill because he is he is a he he is a gifted wrestler. That's where he shines at. It's just not exciting to watch. No, no, and no. that's the reason why I'm sure there are a lot of people myself included, that don't want to see him be the champion because it's not exciting to watch. You you want to see a guy like... John Jones, you know, kick someone's kneecaps out. <laughs> right. <laughs> leave the leave the ring and his toe bone is sticking out of his toe. It's yeah. like, ah, that's terrible. I'm, I mean, his last couple of fights weren't that exciting, but... Um, oh, the one with Rumble? The one with Rumble was... Actually, that one wasn't too bad. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't. That's not, that's not terrible. It wasn't like the had it been. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. It went to, <laughs> it went to decision. I know. I know how it, it, it went to decision. It was. It was pretty. No, Rumble caught him with some pretty good, like some pretty good right hands. But I think that um, John Jones, he has he has the bigger potential to lose because he hasn't been active for last time he was active was like a year ago. That's crazy. And John Jones has stepped on his own feet. I mean, he's he's his biggest opponent is nobody in his weight class. There is no opponent in his weight class that he really, really should be like running scared from. He needs to worry about him. Every time he shines, he messes it up for him. Mm-hmm. And that's what's got to be eating him up right now. That's why when we watch some clips before we start recording, he was real chill. Oh yeah, he was. That was the chillest I've ever seen. Yeah, he's real chill. He's he's looks like like hey, I just want to come in this ring and handle business. And I hope that we see an aggressive John Jones come out and and really try to give it to DC. Because one thing that we said right, we said it from the front. Like everything they've shown us about these two is they really don't like each oh, other. They hate each other. They really have. 
they have a, a really, really bad taste in both of their mouths for each other. Like, they just don't like each other. I don't know. I don't... It's actually kind of weird, you know? Uh, do you like, think... I'm, I actually think that they would be friends after their career is done. Maybe, but I mean, like, say what you want about the the, the, um, the antics that, that go on what, between Floyd and Connor. I don't think they're friends, but I think they're both acting for the, the fight. Oh, you know what so I mean? Too. Like, I think those two are putting on a show. Yeah. They're putting on a show because they want, they want this check. But I think... DC and John really don't like each other. No, like they not. really like don't look at me. They're staring down. The one that we just watched. Yeah, that one was that one was for real. Like I'm gonna kill you. Like well, I'm gonna get in that ring and it's, and it's gonna be uh, uh what is that? The Kumte. <laughs> <laughs> Prove this. This ain't Kumbaya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like blood sport Kumte stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but that that's the way I see it. I see I see like you really don't want us you John Jones has something to really to prove here because he has stepped over himself. He's he's like he took his belt from him. Nobody took the belt from him. Mm-hmm. No one. He's never lost. Never actually. He's never ever lost. I think he got a disqualification and or something like that for using elbows, but no, he's never. He's only beat himself. That's the only thing, and that's a, that's such a such a. <laughs> you almost thing to said watch. something really, really disrespectful. <laughs> 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 but I'll, I'll pay him more respect. But I'm still gonna say it. Um, <laughs> this is just wrong. I was gonna say, yeah, he's like the Derrick Rose of the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> but that's incorrect. He's not. He's not the Derrick Rose. His body has not failed him. For for him, he's he's more like the Dennis Rodman of the UFC, yeah. someone who is a living legend, and only his own his own mind has ever really gotten the way of him and partying. That's probably a better analogy than Derrick Rose. I just think I just can't stop making fun of Derrick Rose. <laughs> <laughs> They, wait, you see the meme? You see the meme where it says Derrick Rose arriving to Cleveland? And it's this ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> this ambulance just speeding into the city. That's, that's, uh, the funniest, the funniest one that I saw was um, was the Darth Vader one, where Anakin got his legs all oh, chopped no way, no way. I just, you know, I really, really want to see Derrick Rose live. I really want to see him live. I mean, go ahead. <laughs> there, was, there was another, there was one more. Uh, there was another meme where it was all like, Derrick Rose and his son were sitting at him, and his son was looking at him crazy, and he was all like, I'm telling you, son, back in my day, I used to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that happened <laughs> It's funny because like the reason and for some of you who don't get that joke the reason why it's funny is because there's a lot of black dads out there who talk about <laughs> boy back in my day I used to be nice I'm telling you I used to dunk on them yeah. used to dunk them yeah right <laughs> yeah I get the ups like I used to <laughs> no way yeah I, I no hate on Derrick Rose it's just you know He's the, Derrick Rose is the glass Joe of the NBA. <laughs> he's got his, he's got his f- super fragile, 
um, meniscuses. <laughs> both, not just one, but two, two times. <laughs> oh man, but I mean, I mean, we're laughing at him. We're laughing at him, but I think he's made over a hundred million, so he's oh, really, yeah. he's laughing at all of us. Yeah, he's <laughs> and he to the bank, and something. he's make that one year deal with Cleveland is like two million dollars, two million guaranteed. He don't have to play a game, I don't think. No. I think. I think just by reporting to the city, he get his two million. Um, thing, so yeah, he's laughing. The thing that trips me up is that like LeBron, the whole debacle is like LeBron is like, yeah, I'm looking forward to working with Derrick Rose. Why? Like, yeah, you know, like for real. Why he's not explosive like when he was playing I mean, the Bulls. I mean, you might pass him the ball, and he'd just be down. Ah! <laughs> 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 just hear a clack clack. He's on the ground. Uh, his knees sound like two socket wrenches. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I had to let that joke fly. It was just, it was, it was right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, someone please, someone please make, make, uh, the whiz. <laughs> the Wiz Tin Man Derrick Rose yeah, meme for, for real, just be... like just move on down, move on down. <laughs> just go ahead please somebody do that somebody somebody got magic fingers please oh. go do that that would be hilarious just add us just add us if you do that Derrick Rose as the as the Tin Man oh oh sorry <laughs> man, that was a lot of jokes in about like about 45 seconds to a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I can't resist. It's just, Derrick Rose jokes are too easy. Yeah. They are. They're re- real easy. Oh, man. Anyways. I think, I think we're probably gonna, we're probably gonna wrap this episode up. Because we got, we got more coming. Yeah. We got another episode coming. We're gonna shut this one down earlier. What you gonna work on? Oh. Um, I'm gonna work on getting up in those kettlebell swings. Those kettlebell swings are are, are really helping me out. Oh, and uh, deadlifts too. I'm I'm trying to get to. Right now, I was at 315 for deadlifts. Um, you know, doing them with correct form and everything. I want to get to like. I want to start getting some heavy, heavy weight. Are you hook gripping? Yeah, hook gripping. Well, no, no. Actually, I'm just just freehand like just freehand handing it. So. No, just coming up mm. like that. Yeah. yeah, I was just I was just watching a video. This guy was saying you could add like fifty pounds to your lift by hook gripping. Really? But it will hurt like. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you will smash your thumbs doing it. Like going like this? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I don't like that grip. I hate that grip actually. Yeah, it'll kill your thumbs, but you you can get fifty pounds on that lift though. I bet. Oh man, no! I've I've done that. I I did that once or twice. I'll never do that again because it hurts like around the bar, around your thumb, like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, do you do dead, deadlifts like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just want to see what you did. <laughs> you hear me? No. <laughs> I'm just offering the information. He said you want to add 50 pounds. You could do it. I believe it because you're adding, you're adding, um, you're adding a tighter grip onto the bar. And if you can't hold it, you can't, you can't lift it. Yeah. That's. I mean, 
Man can't breathe, he can't fight. Mm-hmm. Man can't stand, he can't fight. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hold the bar, it's not a real lift, right? You gotta you gotta be able to hold it. Yeah, and true. I'm not in that rap I haven't made it to the level where I'm lifting heavy enough where I've started to get into raps. I'm not really doing that, so I'm not on that level yet. Not on that level. Um Okay, mine, mine's going to be boring. You're working on deadlifts. I'm, I'm going to be doing the same thing. Um, probably just um, focusing on not miss, still not missing any days on them handstands. I haven't missed a day. I don't plan on missing a day. We 200 and 200 and something days into the year, and I still haven't missed one. I don't plan on missing one now. Nice. And the lifts that I do um, during the week are going to be really focused on on things that can strengthen my back, so things like bench presses and and uh, pull ups and um, uh, the bent over row and regular rowing, things like that. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get into things that are are touching the back area, things that people just normally don't do. I'm trying to work on find those lifts that are touching those muscles. Oh no, no. I want stability. I want stability in my handstands. That's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm just at the point where I can start feeling the, I can feel the stability in my core. I can feel my core flexing. It was not activated, you know, months and months ago. Earlier, it was just like throwing my legs up there. And now <laughs> I can feel, I can feel it more. It's more controlled because I'm resting. I'm like, I'm not resting. I'm feeling my 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 uh, lower abdominals constrict when I'm stabilizing myself, which I wasn't feeling before. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, progress. It's only taken me seven months, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. That's um, that's dope though. It's that's, progress that's though. A, yeah. All right. So are you trying to get to the point where you could do like handstand push-ups? That'd be crazy. Um, I could do handstand push-ups against the wall. Um, that wasn't my specific goal. My my specific goal is I just want to be able to drop anywhere like a gymnastic fool yeah, yeah, and do yeah. handstands everywhere. Yeah. But like we on a boat, just like <laughs> just right over there. We in church, just over there, and just at the mall, you know, up in McDonald's. Well, maybe not McDonald's, uh, but you know, just anywhere. I just want to be able to drop. Just need a flat piece of land and be able to kick my feet up and go count to ten and be stable be like that's a lot of balance that's it a is. lot of balance because it's, it's not being able to kick your feet up is one thing but then being able to hold it is another just i'm at the point where i'm like kind of leaning against you know like tapping the wall tapping the wall a little bit finding a few seconds here and there um it's no joke i i have way more respect for gymnasts these days i mean because this is what i'm this is what i'm doing as an adult you know damn near 40 and there's, you know, you. I know that there's an eight-year-old right now that does this. You know what I mean? She does this oh, and yeah, would make yeah. me look stupid. <laughs> no joke. No joke, though. Because those kids are no joke. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. That's really cool, actually. That's really, really cool. All right. Well, that's a good one. We had a lot of laughs. I hope y'all had a lot of laughs, too. Don't forget to subscribe to our SoundCloud, um, retweet it, share it on Twitter, Facebook,
comment on it. Tell us what you like, what you didn't. Um, we want to know. And um, hit us on Instagram if you got any other comments. All right, later. <laughs>